Today is Friday, January 27th. The title for our devotional is Betrayal in the Church. This week we saw that Jesus was betrayed by two of his closest followers, Peter and Judas. As I said on Monday, one aspect of this that draws me to it again and again is the truth of the description. This text appeals to our experience of reality. Whether it's the fall of a popular Christian leader, or the abandonment of a fellow church member, or the hurtful words of a brother or sister in Christ, betrayal this side of heaven is a part of life that you will experience in the church. This, of course, doesn't excuse the betrayal. It does, however, prepare us to experience it. Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, was betrayed. This reveals a few important truths that we can cling to in the midst of life together in the church. Number one, Jesus knows. We pray to one who knows the sting and hurt of betrayal. He's experienced it. One of the most comforting things when we're hurting is to speak to someone who has gone down a similar road. They may not have all the answers or be able to take all the pain away, but they can empathize with us because they know what it feels like, and that means something. It certainly means something that Jesus, the second person of the Trinity, God in flesh, the author and perfecter of our faith, knows the experience. Secondly, when we are in Christ, Christ is praying for us. Just as Jesus prayed for Peter to strengthen his faith, Jesus prays for us. John 17, 20-26 indicates in Jesus' high priestly prayer. Peter's faith grew a ton through this experience, so much so that when he had the opportunity to deny Jesus and save his skin later in life, he didn't. He held strong this next time to his confession of faith in Christ. Third, Jesus forgives our betrayals. This has two very important implications. One, when we are the ones who betray others in the church, which we have, we all will, we can find forgiveness in Christ. His mercy is available to his people who come to him with a penitent heart. Just like Peter, who betrayed Jesus and Jesus found, and he found forgiveness in Jesus after the resurrection, so we can find mercy and forgiveness in Christ for our betrayal. Second, we should forgive those who betray us. If Jesus can forgive Peter, we ought to follow his example and forgive those who have betrayed us. This, of course, is way easier said than done. And, and of course, I'm not saying everything on forgiveness. Okay, Forgiveness does not equal full reconciliation. But it's something that you as an individual do to release the other person of the debt that they owe you. So there's a lot to be said here. But forgiveness is an essential part in the Christian life. And when we do, pray to Christ and ask Christ to give us the Holy Spirit to help us learn to forgive. And in forgiving, we find freedom. Betrayal, offenses, and hurt in some capacity will inevitably be experienced in the church. Don't excuse these, of course, but inevitably they will happen. When we experience these, we can find healing. Healing in Christ. The church should be all about reconciliation, as this is at the heart of the gospel. We can find healing in Christ and restoration one to another. We must not allow these offenses to leave us jaded and isolated from church fellowship. It's risky business being in community, but it's absolutely worth it. Reflection time today, very simply, is there anyone in the church that you have offended that you need to ask forgiveness of? Second, is there anyone in the church that you need to forgive? 
I encourage you not to just rush through this process, but to really reflect on it and explore your inner heart. This reconciliation is vitally important to share life together at the table. <laughs>